Bridgewater is a production of iHeartRadio, 3D Audio, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. For full exposure, listen with headphones. Listener discretion advised. So as we know, the myth of Sasquatch is one that can be found in many regions, <clears throat> such as, um, well, the legend is primarily North American, with the majority of sightings occurring in the Pacific Northwest and uh, Canada. But there have, of course, been um, <clears throat> reports of sightings in our very own Bridgewater Triangle. Most of the descriptions of Sasquatch or um, Bigfoot, as he's sometimes known, uh, describe this unnaturally tall, ape-like creature that's covered in hair and has red eyes. Um, nah, <laughs> not red eyes. Nope. Um, well, I guess I don't have to tell you what Bigfoot looks like, because you all know what Bigfoot looks like. Um, as for um, sightings in this region, we have... Uh, does anyone know of any sightings in, the, in this region? Anyone? Yeah, Amy. Um, Professor, did you hear about that missing boy over the weekend? Uh, y yeah, you know, I did, the missing boy, yeah. Yeah, we were all talking about it before class. Apparently some kid went missing and they think it has to do with cult activity. Oh, God. No, okay. I heard it was Pukwudgies. What if it was another alien abduction, like that hiker that went missing last week? Guys, that hiker, that hiker was found, and so was the boy. But neither of them remember anything, right? <sighs> How how do you all know about this? It's a small town. <laughs> sure is. So, do you know anything about the boy? I know that he's fine. But that's like the fourth person to go missing in Freetown Forest this year. Yeah, well, people get lost in the woods, so... Yeah, I mean, are we safe here? Come on, guys. You don't actually believe any of this stuff. You have to admit that there's some genuine questions to ask. <laughs> yeah, but this is what we've been talking about in class all semester. It's all just lore and rumors. Exactly. Let's get this back on task, everyone. Come on. But why do multiple people report the same thing? Because... Um... Well, that was a disaster. No, it wasn't that bad. Oh, it absolutely was. Thank you for covering for me, by the way. Oh, I didn't have to do a lot. They seem to have plenty to talk about. Oh, God. Hey, are you okay, Professor? No. Nope, I'm absolutely not okay. Ugh, what about you? How you doing? How's your head? I'm okay. Um... I was going to tell you, uh, Olivia brought me uh, some soup yesterday, homemade. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really sweet. I mean, having her be nice to me because I got attacked by an owl is, how do I put it, uh, deeply humiliating. But, uh, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Especially with everything that happened with her brother this weekend. I'm kind of amazed she even thought of me, you know? 
Oh, speaking of, how's, uh... So wait, are you two, uh... Oh, I don't know. I hope, but I don't... <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's been a weird couple of weeks, you know? Uh, not counting on anything. Yeah, right. But she's actually really, really sweet and as smart and sharp and witty as, as I thought. And yeah, you know, she's a, she's a queen. Yeah. Yeah, she's a... Oh, God. What? Oh, Pippin, she's my niece. Jeremy, what, what, what are you, what are you, uh, what are you talking about? Yeah? Katie? Hi, Mr. Bradshaw. Professor. Call me Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh, this is my, my, uh, teaching assistant. Uh, Vipin Karana, hi. Katie Franks. Um, Professor, can we, uh, discuss what we were just talking about? Katie, you want to come in and have a seat? I'm sorry to just drop in like this. That's okay. Are you doing okay after last night? God, was that just last night? Uh, no, actually, uh, it, it was the night before last. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Christ, it feels like it's been a week. And you got attacked this weekend, didn't you? Wait, how do you know about that? It's a small town. And word travels double speed when it's something to do with the triangle. Great. I'm so glad everyone knows an owl beat me up. That's really the cherry on top of the concussion. It wasn't an owl. What? There were things in that swamp. All sorts of things. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry, Katie, but we're really not interested in hearing any more of these crazy theories. Can, can, you, can you just tell me what, what, what do you need? What are you doing here? I got spooked the other night. Yeah, Celeste told me. She was very gracious about it, far more than she had to be. Especially considering... Yeah? Considering what? I've been pushing her to include me in all the gathering's activities. You mean the secret midnight meetings? Yes. That's why Daniel and I went on that hike in the first place. I go on that hike every single Sunday afternoon to look at that pyramid rock and, and try to decipher the symbols. Because Celeste won't tell you. What exactly do they do at these midnight meetings? They commune. Right, with spirits? Exactly. And you want to participate in this? I want... I just want to give my mother peace. She died, painfully. It was long and horrible, and... She's still here. I know she is. Restless and angry, and, and I don't... I don't want that for her. She never would have wanted to be a dark cloud over the world. She would have wanted to move on. I want to help her move on. Uh, and Celeste told you that she can do that? No, of course not. It's, it doesn't work like that. I know what you're thinking. Maria thinks the same thing, even if she won't say it outright. You think that Celeste is a charlatan preying on the vulnerable. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. I, that's just the case with most psychics and mediums. They, they cold read someone just enough to convince them of their abilities, make themselves so necessary that someone will pay over and over again. It's simple psychology, really. It's toxic and effective. Celeste isn't a psychic. She's not a witch or, or, or anything else you're thinking of. She's just a woman who understands this place. No offense, Katie, but I understand this place. It actually might be the only thing I do understand. I have spent my entire life here and the better part of a decade studying it. And I can tell you, it is a, 
It is a unique place to be sure. It's got an extremely high concentration of sightings and claims of encounters, but that has to do with the history of the region and with self-perpetuating myth. There is nothing that's actually paranormal going on here, okay? Have you ever thought about leaving? You've been here your whole life, haven't you? I am a folklore professor. There is literally no better place to be. Hmm. Celeste would have something different to say about why you're still here. Would she? Uh, Katie, why did you get spooked? What happened? The forest is coming alive. The spirits are restless and dangerous. I think that's what attacked you the other day, Vipin. A vengeful spirit. Not a giant black dog? I don't believe in monsters. All the Bigfoots, the snakes, the Pukwudgies. I agree with you. It's all nonsense. The errors of human perception. But spirits you believe in. There are worlds beyond this one. I'm sure about that. And the veil between? It's starting to be ripped open. That's why all of this is happening now. That's what Celeste says? She hasn't come right out and said it, but yes, that's what the Gathering believes. Celeste is trying to keep things quiet, keep the peace. Wait, there's infighting? Some of our members want to help open the veil. Let all the spirits out. That's what the children of Tichuba were trying to do. Open the gates of hell. It isn't hell. It's not that binary. Katie, why are you here? It's Celeste. She's doing a ritual tonight, at the ledge. What kind of ritual? She's going to try to fix the chair. But I thought you said she wasn't a witch. She's not, but she... I think something happened. Years ago. She blames herself for all the troubles now. She thinks she's the only one who can fix it. What, what does that have to do with us? You and Officer Becker, you're the only ones I trust to help her. If you know where she is, why don't you just go and you stop her, okay? No, I don't want to stop her. I just... I'm scared. Okay? Celeste is right. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to confront any spirits, let alone my mother's, and, and, and I don't know what's going to happen tonight. So you want us to, to protect her? Just you and Officer Becker. You're the only ones. Katie, last time I checked, your girlfriend is an actual police officer. I think she'd be pretty capable of protecting Celeste from imaginary spirits. Why don't you talk to her? I don't want to put Maria in the middle of this. Okay, but me and Anne, you'd be happy to put us in the middle of it? Put us in the line of fire? I don't want to see Celeste get arrested. Okay, so you're expecting her to break the law then? Please. Just go to the ledge tonight. Help her. I... Well, it could be an interesting prologue for the book. You have to bring Anne. I'm not really talking to her right now. I don't care. And the woods won't either. You and Anne have to go together. Or something... Something terrible is going to happen. This episode was sponsored by BetterHelp Online Counseling. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know firsthand that life isn't always easy and how it can sometimes feel like you need a little help getting through it. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. Just fill out a questionnaire to help BetterHelp assess your needs and match you with your professional licensed therapist. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours and schedule weekly, secure video, phone, or even live chat appointments. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. 
It's professional therapy done securely online. And BetterHelp counselors have a broad range of expertise, which may not be locally available in many areas. BetterHelp is committed to great matches, so it's easy and free to change therapists if needed. Plus, it's more convenient and more affordable than in-person therapy, and financial aid is available. Visit BetterHelp.com Bridgewater and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And there's a special offer for our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com Bridgewater. That's BetterHelp.com Bridgewater. Jeremy, I wanted to say... Uh, Let's not talk, okay? But we... Please. Jeremy. <laughs> Look, I only asked you to come with me because I think Celeste will only talk to both of us. We are not friends, okay? And we're not back on a case together. I just needed you today. That's it. Got it. What was that? I don't know, probably a dog or something. Or a wolf, I don't know. A wolf? There is wildlife out here, Anne. Jeremy. <sighs> Let's just keep moving. Yeah, the thing is... No, never mind. It's just that... <sighs> what I don't understand is... Okay. <clears throat> Let's just focus on what we're doing here. That's fine with me. And what are we doing here? Well, a woman in a cult told me that she was worried about her spiritual leader and that we were the only ones that could help her. And you thought that sounded like a great idea? I don't know, Anne. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing because two weeks ago, I didn't have anything of my father. And now, now I have his badge and an entire family that I didn't know about. But blood doesn't make family, Jeremy, trust me. Trust you? Trust you? <laughs> How dare you talk to me about family when you destroyed mine? Okay, it wasn't my fault that your parents' marriage fell apart. I would stop talking if I were you. Your father made the exact same choices that I did. No, he didn't. Because he went out there alone and you just let him go out there alone. Oh my God, don't you think I know that? You think that that hasn't haunted me for 40 years? This is exactly why no one wants anything to do with me. I've spent my whole life trying to find out what happened. And because of that, I couldn't have my family. You know, I would have done anything, anything to have Thomas back. But I couldn't even have that either. But you could have had me. You're not, you're not the only person that lost someone, Anne. Me and my mother, nothing was ever the same. And I never knew why. And now I know why, but we could have had each other, you and me. There's so many things I'm mad about, Anne. There's so many, but that's like, we could have had each other. Jeremy, I'm, I'm so sorry. Anne. No, Jeremy, just let me get this out. No, Anne, behind you. Oh my God. What? Come, come on. Anne, wait. We have to follow them. And we can't just- No, these are the same lights that Ethan saw. Yes, no, we have to find where they lead. Where do they go? Are we even sure that we saw those? 
Okay, 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 the ledge, let's just get to the ledge. Wait, do you hear that? Jeremy, be careful. It sounds like Celeste. No, we don't know that. There are no ghosts in here, okay? Anne, Jeremy, thank you for coming. You were expecting us? Of course. You were invited. Oh, right, of course. <laughs> Katie manipulated me. And you are not in trouble. You lured us here. Great. It's important that you be here for this. And what is this? The truth. Finally, the truth. Did you see the lights? Yes. We saw something. They led you here, didn't they? Can you just stop being cryptic and tell us what the hell is going on? It's happening again. What's happening again? You remember, Anne. Forty years ago, the veil between worlds opened, leaving us vulnerable to all sorts of creatures. Bradshaw's right. Cut the crap, Celeste. We were trying to protect the world. That's all we were doing. Who, the gathering? We had nothing to do with the missing girl or the boy who went missing over the weekend. That boy was my grandson. And I am so glad that he is all right. That we were able to save him. There are dangerous forces at work. And you want us? For, for what? For some kind of ritual to close this imaginary door? No. You won't be able to assist. This is something I have to do alone. But I wanted you here as witness and to tell you the truth. Well, guess what? We are no longer interested in your ghost stories, okay? This isn't a ghost story. It's about your father. I left the badge. What? You? It has been in my possession for 40 years. When the trouble began earlier this year, I knew the veil was opening again. What trouble? A higher number of sightings of disappearances, a general unrest here in the forest and in the swamp. We could feel it. All of us. But I am the sole member who was here back then, all those years ago. I was able to recognize it for what it is. What does this have anything to do with Thomas? I wanted to place the piece of him that remained in this plane back where it belonged. Why did you have my father's badge? If you're making this up... I promise you, Jeremy, I am not. Why did you have it in the first place? Because I was there the night he plummeted to the ground from this ledge. He what? Come here, closer to the edge. Anne? Do not fear me, Jeremy. You are not in danger here. That's rather the whole point. Forty years ago, I was standing on this ledge with members of the gathering, or at least that's who I thought they were. I was a young member then. Still so excited to have an outlet for the connection I had always felt to this place. I was honored to have been invited to such a central ceremony. We were performing a ritual, trying to communicate with the dead. Beloved spirits, please move among us and speak through us. We welcome you with open minds and hearts. It all started normally enough, but I should have known by the leader's choice of words, English as his vessel no less that I was not among the people I had grown to love and trust. We call to you, spirits of the deep, great and powerful. 
It was the children of Tichuba trying to open the gates to the underworld, defiling everything that I and the gathering stood for. And it was beginning to work. They'd been trying for months. The doors were left ajar and a final, ultimate sacrifice was needed to swing the gates open. Did you hear that? The spirits are here. Hear us, spirits. We prostrate ourselves before you. One of the members was prepared to throw themselves off the ledge, the blood sacrifice, the final key, the final lock on the door to the other world. Once I realized what was happening, I tried to stop it. Wait. No, you can't. You don't understand. This is powerful magic you're dealing with. Spirits, we call to you. Stop! Shut her up. Oh, great ones of the underworld. No! There were too many of them that believed. They thought I would agree simply because I wanted to find a portal, but I... They were getting so close. The gates were opening. The lake was shimmering, a portal forming above it. But we were interrupted. Stop! Police! Keep going! We call to you, spirits. Stay right there! Thomas found us. The lights had lured him to the ledge, just like they brought you here tonight, and then... Spirits, we call to you. Open the gates. Stop right now! He saw what one of the members was about to do, and he wanted to stop it. No, you don't have to do this! I will live in glory forever! No! Open the gates. Let your power pour out. There were too many of them, too strong and determined. He was just trying to stop someone from making the ultimate sacrifice, and instead... We looked for his body for hours until the sun rose, but we never found it. But his badge was down there along the shore. He fell off this ledge. It was an accident. A horrible, horrible accident. No, no, no. It was fucking murder. He made the ultimate sacrifice, fell into the lake, into the portal that we had half opened. No. He didn't fall into a fucking portal. He fell to his death. And you never reported it. And you lied to the police. You lied to me. I needed to protect our work. The children of Tichipa were close. They were wrong, but they were close. Knowing that the portal could be opened, that proper communication between worlds could be established, it was too important. Bigger than any single death. So because you believe that the Bridgewater Triangle is some kind of fucking gate to the other world, you let a good man's murder go unsolved for 40 years? For 40 years I didn't know what happened to my father. He wasn't murdered. Why leave the badge in the forest at all, after all this time? Why? Because things need to be done. And I didn't want to leave before being fully honest. And there's a chance now. There's a chance for him to find peace. What are you talking about? If his spirit had something to anchor to when the portal is open again, which it will be soon, he'll be set free from the trap that he's been in. He hasn't been in a trap. He's been dead. All this fucking time he's been dead. Jeremy. Anna, how are you not furious right now? After all of this, this is the answer? He's really gone. I've been trying to get him back, I promise you. But he's... Messages, I mean, he's been... He's been leaving me messages. 
Yes, the veil is thin. There are echoes. No, no, it's not, it's not just an echo. He's not. He's not. And. I mean, he can't be gone. He can't. And it's over. No, I'm so, so sorry. You don't get to be sorry. You and your group are responsible. He was just doing his job, okay? Trying to understand. And because you refused to tell us the truth about what you were doing. It wasn't me. I didn't even know the truth of what was possible. Not then. The truth? They weren't doing anything. And now you're not doing anything. The truth won't wait for you to believe it, Jeremy. It's happening again. The children of Tichuba were wrong. They weren't controlling it. They were drawing the dark spirits out. But the portal, the portal wants to be opened. The veil wants to be lifted. It's happening. Jeremy? Man, it's okay. Just, just get back to the tree line. Hold on to something. The storm will pass. He's right. The storm will pass. Things will be set to rights. I'm sorry about your father. I'm sorry he made an unwilling sacrifice. It was for naught then, but it won't be now. What are you talking about? The portal still needs blood to open, willing blood. Then everything will be in balance. It will all be attuned. Celeste? Celeste? Celeste! All will be balanced. Anne? Anne? I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, Jesus, Celeste. She jumped. She jumped. Oh, God. She... Oh, is she... Celeste? Celeste? Anne, can you see anything? No. No, it's this fog. Where did it come from? Who's there? Wait, Celeste? Where? Hello? No. Oh, it can't be. Anne? Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Am I really here? Is that... Anne, is that you? Jeremy? Dad? Bridgewater was created by Aaron Mankey and written and directed by Lauren Shippen, with executive producers Aaron Mankey, Misha Collins, Matt Frederick, and Alex Williams. Supervising producer Trevor Young, editing and sound design by Trevor Young and Matt Stillo, and music by Chad Lawson. Starring Misha Collins as Jeremy Bradshaw, Melissa Ponzio as Ann Becker, Karin Sony as Vipin Karana, Lori Allen as Nancy Collins, Cheryl Umania as Officer Bautista, Victoria Grace as Katie Franks, Will Wheaton as Captain Haddock, Hillary Burton Morgan as Shelley Hoskins, Jonathan Joss as Joseph Hoskins, Sabra May as Olivia Hoskins, Samuel Marty as Ethan Hoskins, Kristen Bauer as Celeste, and Nathan Fillion as Thomas Bradshaw. 
with additional voice acting by Brigham Snow, Andrew Nowak, Julia Moritzawa, Jarvis Johnson, Anne Brielle Bresnan, Kristen DiMacurio, James Oliva, and Liran Amiel. Learn more about the show over at grimandmild.com slash Bridgewater. And find more podcasts from iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And as always, thanks for listening. Bridgewater will return in 2022.